Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Papa from Come. Uh, recorded January 1993 at Paisley Park and released on the 16th of August 1994. On the track it is Prince uh, with Michael B and Sonny T. Michael B's very moody drums <laughs> and Sonny T's very moody bass. Uh, the song itself is only 2 minutes 48, thank goodness, because I don't think I could listen to like 4 minutes of this song. Uh, I think it's just the right length. Um, and joining me to talk about it is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hello. In terms of a genre, I mean, I don't know that like child abuse is a genre, but <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of like a really dark kind of song. Mm. You know, the fact that it's called Papa makes it sound like, oh, maybe it's just going to be Prince singing about how much he loves his father. Or... Right. Or it could be another daddy pop, you know? <laughs> yeah, it could it's be. Definitely yeah, but... It's definitely not. It's the anti daddy pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is definitely not. Um, like this song, um, you know, as kind of terrible as the subject matter is, it is beautifully produced, like mm-hmm. kind of so kind of dark and moody, like, you know, the, the kind of, you know, the, the kind of keyboards, uh, you know, the guitar, the, the kind of the way the drums do the little kind of the over the, the kind of chorus. You've got the little kind of the drum fills and, you know, the bass is like, I mean, it's wonderful. It's like some of the best kind of like bass stuff that Sonny T has done. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of all for this like really dark song, <laughs> you know, that has like thunder kind of rolling in as it starts. Um, you know, and Prince saying how there was one day, one September day that Papa worked too hard. And then, like, the phrasing of first he crucified every dandelion out in the yard. Then he screamed at Baby twice for throwing rocks at passing cars. Baby didn't listen, so like a priceless work of art. And then this is when we get the kind of, the drums coming in. And, you know, he says he got snatched by his papa, who then opened up the closet door and pushed the four-year-old down onto the closet floor. Baby cried, I'm sorry, I won't do it no more. And papa said, yeah, I know, that's what this here is for. And I'm like... I mean, like Prince is kind of singing of the "I'm sorry, I won't do it no more." Mm, yeah, you know? it's like in in, in his uh, in his adult voice, you know, which is that like that classic Prince scream, you know, uh, yeah. which in a weird way makes it even more disturbing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially like you know, he's he's very specific with the fact that this is a four year old, you know, like. I mean, you know, the fact that he's called, you know, that obviously he's saying, you know, he, he screamed at baby twice for throwing rocks at passing cars. Obviously, don't throw rocks at passing cars. But right, when, yeah. <laughs> when you find out it's a four-year-old, you're like, it's a four-year-old. Give right. him a little bit of, like, you know, kind of um, leeway there. But, yeah, and then we get, I mean, I don't know if I can call this the chorus. Would you say this is the chorus? I mean, um, you know, the, the smack, mm. uh, which comes with, a, like, a drum hit as well. Uh, and a, and like a, a hit on the bass as well. There's like a, a bass note that the Sunny T hits with each of the kind of hits, and then Prince singing "Ooh Papa," and then the smack smack "Ooh Papa Papa," and then we go back to the single smack "Ooh Papa," and then smack smack "Ooh Papa Papa," and it's like I mean, <laughs> I I I don't, I don't want to laugh because like it's such dark material that Prince is kind of dealing with, right? But just this like the idea that the chorus is just him singing "Smack" and "Papa." It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty harrowing. <laughs> 
And then obviously, you know, we get as the door closes, baby starts to cry. And it's worth saying as well, Prince isn't singing this. He's kind of he's literally just narrating it. Right. Um, until he gets to each of the like the, the dialogue, essentially. And then he sings, please don't lock me up again without a reason why. And then he goes, Papa just went outside and pointed his shotgun up the sky, uh, up in the sky. He said, how come I don't love my woman? And then he took aim and died. And then we get boom, Papa, boom, boom, Papa, Papa. And then we get that repeated. And then we get like the darkest line possibly in the entire Prince's career <laughs> uh, where he just kind of says a cappella, don't abuse children or else they turn out like me. <laughs> uh, and then we get this drum fill and everything comes back in and he goes fair to partly crazy. Deep down, we're all the same. Every single one of us knows some kind of pain in the middle of all that's crazy. This one fact still remains. If you love somebody, your life won't be in vain. And there's always a rainbow at the end of every rain and that's where the song finishes and that that last part is actually sung um uh, but i do like as well that when he sings there's always a rainbow you kind of get the bass imitating the vocal um mm -hmm. you know and then kind of at the end of every rain there's like a pom 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 like you know like a, a little bit of a kind of uh you know some some kind of you know drum and, and bass stops just underneath it uh, and the song just kind of stops there. <laughs> and, yeah. And if you're listening, and if you're listening to this album as I was, having bought the cassette on the bus journey home, you're like, "What on earth <laughs> is going on with, with this album?" Like the first album opened up with an 11 minute sex song, and now here I am on the second side, and Prince is singing about some kid being, you know, smacked, and then and then the person who's abused them killing themselves. Right. <laughs> like with a shotgun blast i mean like and then you know don't abuse children or else they turn out like me i'm like i mean you know i'm listening to the obviously you know listening to this album before there was kind of any reviews i definitely was not prepared for this song <laughs> and i was just like after listening to it i just remember stopping the tape and being like what on earth is going on yeah like with this album prince is dressed like in funeral clothes and all the the lighting is very moody and the album cover has his death date on right and, <laughs> like the whole kind of milieu of it is very kind of like deathly and right. then you have this song about someone abusing a child and then killing themselves <laughs> it's it's slightly like on brand for the for the early 90s like it feels a little bit like he's inspired by alternative rock on this on this song both with the both with the arrangement which is a little more rock than than we usually hear from prince yeah. and then you know like this is the era when like Pearl Jam was singing about a kid shooting himself in front of the class. And of course, you know, everything, everything Nirvana did was extremely dark. So he's sort of on brand, uh, with the, with the decade, uh, in, yeah. right now, I think it, it's probably a coincidence. I don't know how much Prince was listening to Pearl Jam, but you know, it, it, it is. Sort I mean, of I would hesitate. He wasn't definitely, <laughs> right. you know I, mean? I don't think grunge kind of even touched him. That's the weird thing. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I think it's one of those trends that he didn't, like he didn't come close. To, I mean, there are a few songs he did that had like loud, quiet dynamics. Right. But I don't think it ever really kind of influenced him in any way. But yeah, I mean, this does feel like, um, you know, I mean, I guess it could almost be a Pearl Jam song. It's the closest um, he came to grunge. Like slightly <laughs> faster and, you know, yeah, and kind of a bit grunged up. But yeah, I mean, but it's just like the kind of, you know, the, I mean, it almost, I mean, it's, it's too short to be a short story, but it is something that you could kind of imagine, you know, like a short film being about, mm -hmm. well, let's say a student short film being right. about. Right. <laughs> yeah, know? it lays a line a little, a little thick with the, and it's, it, it's funny to me too, because the, this is this whole like 
abusive suicidal father figure is was clearly a preoccupation with prince because in purple rain uh his dad shot himself and in the you know the original version of the script he shot and killed himself in the movie of course he shot himself in the head and lived so you know figure that out but but it is it's it's sort of interesting this yeah. this recurring motif the abusive father who then shoots himself. Although, I mean, Prince obviously uh, has stressed many times that there's nothing kind of autobiographical in his lyrics. Right. Um, you know, until we get to like emancipation and then obviously, you know, let's <laughs> have course. a baby and, and friend, yeah. lover, mother, sister, wife. Like those are clearly songs that are aimed very specifically at, at, at kind of autobiography. But here, yeah, he, you know, he had, people had asked him about the song and he said, no, it's definitely not autobiographical. It's like him and his father were on good terms. You know, they collaborated a number of times on various songs you know going back from purple rain you know mm-hmm. all the way through to scandalous you know so like you know there was no kind of rift um you know when when prince moved out of his um i think it was Cairo trail when he moved out of there he gave that house to his dad and his dad lived in there until you know his he died um you know so you know it's not like there was a, a huge rift between them and, and even when his mother was asked you know she said you know, there was nothing like this, you know, like it was just like they had fights, but they had fights like any couple had fights, you know, and obviously they were divorced fairly quickly. You know, Prince was like, what, eight when they divorced. So it's not like they stayed together for like 20 years for the sake of the children or anything like they, as soon as they knew the relationship wasn't going to work, they kind of broke up pretty quickly. Uh, But uh, yeah, it is a bit thick with the whole kind of crucified every dandelion out in the yard, you know, like that kind of, that kind of imagery. (laughs) So there, so there is uh, that, an interesting detail about that, which I think is, has only um, come out in very recent uh, biographies, but he did um, Prince did have a stepfather that he lived with for a period. And, and one of the ways that that stepfather would like punish him was by making him as a child, go out and like pick all of the dandelions out of the yard. So I, there's there's like little hints of autobiographical detail here. Obviously, it's not you know straightforward like this is what happened. Uh, uh, but you know, there's also stories about this same stepdad not locking him in a closet, but but basically making him stay in his room for like hours and hours on end. So it, it's sort of interesting. It's like a dramatization of certain you know I, I think painful childhood memories, which might also be why the the lyrics are so kind of overwrought. Cause it's a way of sort of obscuring, you know, the, the parts of it that are, that are painful to him. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, 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 but you can definitely, this is definitely coming from like a, like a troubled place, you know, whether or not it's yeah true or not, or, you know, they're, they're definitely, there's, there's definitely some angst here. And I mean, Prince obviously, you know, he lived with his mother and his stepfather and he did like run away from them quite a few times. Right. And obviously, you know, we all know he ended up living with, um, I'm trying to remember his name now. Andre Simone, yeah. Yeah, he, he ended up living with Andre Simone's family like from the age of like 13 onwards. So obviously he wasn't happy with his his mother and stepfather. But, you know, that's not a unique situation to Prince. You know, there right. are a lot of people whose parents remarry and they don't get on with the, you know, the new parents. So, you know, I mean, it doesn't all end with them shooting themselves with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> you know? that, well, I, I can definitely I could definitely say that uh, that neither his father nor his stepfather uh, committed suicide. So, that yeah, is, that is 100 um, percent uh, Prince's creation. <laughs> but I do I do kind of like the ending, you know, obviously after the very dramatic don't abuse children line, um, you know, that kind of like if you love somebody, your life won't be in vain. And there's always a rainbow. 
at the end of every rain. I mean, you know, the fact that it rhymes is great, but, you know, that is like a really, that's like a, as dark as the song gets, the fact that it ends on that sentiment, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it is, you know, is a good thing. Yeah. And the 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 band in that part is just so, it's just so tight. The, you know, Sonny and, yeah. and, and, and Michael B are, are it's, it's just kind of, uh, it's just a really impressive like piece of musicianship. I mean that, that and that is like you know that is the favorite part of, of the song for me like that because they are so tight and like you say yeah you know like they literally kind of hit the stabs at the end and you know it's it's just it's a it's just a really you know it's a really well produced song. Um, you know, obviously, so kind of like dramatic at the beginning, right? And you know, like considering that the you know we open the the album with like you know waves lapping on the shore, yeah, and then you have like this the second side opens with like this this kind of dark thunder um you know it's it's kind of it's kind of like interesting like how the album kind of immediately takes like this very kind of dark left turn right um as soon as you you know if you had the album and you turned it over to side b i don't know that you would listen to um i don't know what's loose is it the end of side a i don't know that you'd listen to that and then turn it over and be expecting papa yeah you know it's, it's like you know and then i think as well like race and dark as well they're both you know, it, they're kind of all of a piece. They kind of stay, you know, I mean, without taking the title of the song, they stay relatively dark. Right. You know, like the, the subject materials on this second side and even solo. At a certain point, Prince sings, my name is no, is no one. You know, like like this, the second side of this album does feel kind of like, you know, Prince started off with, with an 11 minute sex song. And then by the time you get to side B, he's like, uh, I don't know. I've got a load of really dark songs that I just want to get out there somehow. So <laughs> let's put them, you know, and the fact that the album kind of then goes with Let It Go and Orgasm as the final two songs, kind of like almost to stop people from killing themselves right. <laughs> yeah. like, after listening to so many kind of dark songs one after the other. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I mean, for me, this is a five out of five. And I know that the subject's kind of overwrought and the delivery's kind of, you know, a bit dramatic and almost it's almost kind of veering towards melodrama. Um, <laughs> but I mean, this song, to me, you know, having been a fan at the time for only a few years, just hearing this this whole album, I was just like so kind of like blown away that Prince was. You know, this you know this isn't the Prince of Diamonds and Pearls and Symbol. Like this isn't Prince trying to do like a silly concept album about some Egyptian princess. This is just Prince. You know, kind of. I mean, obviously trying to get out of a contract, but at right. the same time, <laughs> still putting the effort in and still being like, well, look, here's a. You know, here's a really dark song about child abuse, you know, <laughs> and kind of being able to just kind of kind of not really care what people think. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing that made me love Prince was just this idea that he's like, yeah, here's a, here's a three minute song about child abuse that that has a suicide in, you know, <laughs> and and that's going to be on a song that is titled after ejaculate. You right. know, like, you know, I mean, I, it's, it's like I don't think in 1994 anyone else was kind of doing that. And uh, and that's kind of what just makes me love this song, you know. I just, I mean, I love the production so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you know, Michael Michael B is my favorite drummer that Prince ever had, <laughs> and I I just love him on this song, and and, and Sonny T, some of his best work on this song as well, you know. But you know, that's just me. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this album is such a is such a crazy left turn, and I think it it came out at a at a time when a lot of you know, critics were kind of fed up with Prince because of the whole, you know, this was right in the middle of the whole slave thing and everybody thinking he lost his mind. And it was like, oh, now he's releasing this, you know, self-indulgent, like, what even is this? I, I think it's an it's an album that hasn't gotten its due because there's not, you know, there, there's not really any other songs in Prince's discography quite like this. It's, it's 
yeah totally unique and um you know i'm i'm kind of like between a four and a five but but be, but because because it is such a departure and because it is so like raw uh you know i i think i will give it a five out of five it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty impressive piece of work and now Prince only performed it from like 93 through to 94. Mm. Uh, he did this with a lot of songs at this time where he performed them up until the point where he started touring the Gold Experience. And then obviously he got into a dispute with Warner Brothers and said, I'm only going to tour the Gold Experience from now until the end of time, until you put out the Gold Experience. And obviously Warner's were like, you've just put out two albums, we're not putting out another one. And so, you know, kind of like... There's a, you know, there's a fairly large gap between when this was released, when Come was released, and when the Gold Experience was released. But obviously, once Prince started touring the Gold Experience, he basically ignored everything, you know, pre-1994. Um, and obviously, this is one of the songs that he kind of dropped. But, I mean, it would have been amazing to have been, you know, like, uh, seeing his, like, 1994 tour and seeing Prince do this live. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I can't imagine how amazing it would have been to see Prince kind of doing this and you know apparently you know it, it, on later tours he would still keep the don't abuse children as they turn out like me mm. um like as as kind of like an act break sometimes for some of his tours um <laughs> you know and so you know obviously you know he, he liked to be a little bit theatrical did prince um but yeah so i mean um i, I haven't found anyone who's done a cover of it um <laughs> And I think that would be pretty amazing. If there was anybody out there who'd done a cover of this, I think that would just be crazy. But again, the, yeah. the word popper, it, you know, it gets you a lot in Google. <laughs> like if you Google popper, <laughs> you're not going to narrow it. Even popper song is not going to narrow it down. Because, yeah. you know, you've got popper don't preach before you even get to this one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't able to find any covers of it. But I'd be surprised if anyone's actually done this. <laughs> um, you know, if someone had done this after, I mean, if anyone has done this as a song after Prince died, as like a tribute to Prince, I would love to hear that. You know, like that would just be amazing. <laughs> um, you know, like if they found out Prince died, and they're like, "Yeah, Popper, that's the song I want to do." Is yeah. tribute to Prince. <laughs> if someone has done that, though, I would love to hear that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, otherwise, I I don't think we can say anything else about Popper. So let's move on to plug. Okay, uh, so I, as usual, I have a, a a blog and a podcast. I'll be I'll be writing the blog until the end of time. Uh, it's called Dance Music Sex Romance, and I like Darren. I'm going through and talking about Prince's songs in order of recording, although it's taking me much longer than, than Darren. Uh, and that's at princesongs.org. And um, also coming up just in the next couple of weeks at the time that this goes up, um, my sister and I, uh, she's, a, she's a really great artist, and we are putting a, uh, a physical magazine together called Dystopian Dance Party. The first issue of that is going to be inspired by Prince. And so you will be able to read that in a couple of weeks. Uh, if you want to see what's going on at the moment, you can go to dystopiandanceparty.com. Great stuff. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us if you did a cover of Papa at princetrackbytrack <laughs> at gmail.com. Otherwise, thanks once more for being my guest, Zachary. Oh, thank you. And smack. I love you.